Take it as a sign that you are growing. Take it as a sign that you're moving forward in your career towards that next version, that next level of yourself. And that's why every time we experience it, we've really got to stop judging. And we've really got to step into allowing the imposter syndrome to be there and inviting in all of the imposter syndrome thoughts that come along with it. And then still, regardless of that, taking massive action anyway. I'm telling you right now, imposter syndrome, listen up closely, is not a reason to not do something. Hello, you are listening to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, Liam Caswell, where I help clinicians just like you take control of their careers and remove all the things stopping you from achieving your biggest goals. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful nurses. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're all well. Today, before we dive in, I'm just going to celebrate an amazing human who took 60 seconds to write a beautiful review on Apple Podcasts. We don't have a name, however, and it definitely wasn't me. (laughs) But the review is beautiful and I just wanted to share it. So it says five stars all the way. So helpful. I've never felt more prepared going into an interview. After listening to the Preparing for Interview podcast, it was the first time ever I took notes in and I felt so much more confident. The realness and lovely accent, thank you so much, makes it an easy listen. I really, really love when you guys send in these reviews. Please, if you've got anything out of these podcasts, take a little minute, give us a review, rate us, please be kind. And yeah, it really helps us get in front of more people. So without further ado, you might also feature on the podcast. Please pop your name in there because I love putting faces to the name and we can, yeah, we can celebrate um, your wins through the podcast. I love it. Today, we are talking about managing imposter syndrome. Oh boy, is this a topic that I have a lot of lived experience with. And I know that so many of you experience this too. So I wanted to share my perspective on imposter syndrome and what I've learned having worked now with over 200 clinicians across our graduate career launch program, application support program, and our clinical career accelerator. Plus also pushing through all of the imposter syndrome as I've set up my own business and stepped away from the bedside. So keeping it real in this episode and keeping it short today. So with imposter syndrome, I was doing a bit of the Googling online, you know, and exploring really what it actually is. Because like I said earlier, I have experienced immense imposter syndrome and I know a lot of you experience that too. I'm on the calls every day with you guys and I hear it and I see it and I see the impact that imposter syndrome creates within our lives. And it got me curious. I was thinking to myself, how can we explore this to really expose what imposter syndrome truly is so that we can move through it and that we can continue to pursue our massive action goals, our big, big impossible goals that you've set with me in the high performance nursing community and run with them despite all of the imposter syndrome. And as I was doing this Googling online, so I came across a definition And it got me really like curious about it. So here it is, imposter syndrome definition. Persistent doubt concerning one's abilities or accomplishments accompanied by the fear of being exposed as a fraud despite evidence of one's ongoing success. Fascinating, isn't it? Let me read it again. Persistent doubt concerning one's abilities or accomplishments accompanied by the fear of being exposed as a fraud despite evidence of one's ongoing success. When I read this, and I'm not sure about you, 
it screams to me that imposter syndrome is a highly internalized problem that we experience. In fact, one could even say that it's a highly internalized experience that we create for ourselves. I love the last part of that definition. This fear of being exposed as a fraud despite evidence of one's ongoing success. How many of you have literally got all of the evidence to suggest that you're doing amazing and yet we still feel like an imposter? How is that even possible? I'm going to give you the tea as to why this is our reality and why we experience it. Okay, so my take on imposter syndrome comes from a lot of imposter syndrome experiences. I really, every time I pivoted into a new role, and you will see this in your career, I experienced immense imposter syndrome. I always felt like I wasn't good enough. I always felt like I needed to get in there and have everything that I needed to succeed on day one. And I put all this pressure on myself to be the best, to be the best employee, to get the gold star, to get the amazing review by the end of the day, to be the perfectionist. And I realized that none of that was actually really possible. And what I was in fact doing was I was just increasing my cognitive overload. I was increasing my workload. I was increasing my expectations of others. And of course, I fell short across the board. No one met my expectations. The job didn't meet my expectations. I didn't meet my own expectations that I set for myself. And of course, by the end of the first day, I'd literally sent like one email or maybe I'd like cared for my four patients and that was it. And I think it's telling that we really do when we step into and we really immerse ourselves in imposter syndrome, that we don't allow ourselves to show up as our best selves. We do not show up as our most capable and able selves. And that's what I want you to take away, hopefully, from this podcast today, is that imposter syndrome, in my experience, is always going to be there. It is like the indiscriminate beast of life. It will just rear its head every time that you're about to do something new <laughs> and exciting and start that new job or start that business or become a nurse entrepreneur or become a nurse creator. Whatever you want to do, that imposter syndrome is going to come up every single time. So if anybody's telling you that you can remove imposter syndrome from your life, they are selling you BS. It is never going to happen. Okay, that's the reality. It's always there and we don't want to get rid of it. Because like we talked about a couple of weeks ago with burnout, Imposter syndrome also has some really awesome benefits, okay? And I'll let you think about what some of those are and we'll address it in the podcast. But imposter syndrome is a sign. Take it as a sign that you are growing. Take it as a sign that you're moving forward in your career towards that next version, that next level of yourself. And that's why every time we experience it, we've really got to stop judging. And we've really got to step into allowing the imposter syndrome to be there and inviting in all of the imposter syndrome thoughts that come along with that. And then still, regardless of that, taking massive action anyway. I'm telling you right now, imposter syndrome, listen up closely, is not a reason to not do something. Hear me again. Imposter syndrome is never a reason to not take action towards your goals. Period. It is not an excuse. Because it's always going to be there, right? So if you always buy into imposter syndrome, and you say, well, I can't do this because I'm an imposter. My goodness, you're never going to achieve anything that you want to achieve. And that really, really is sad, okay? And I want to tap back into the fact that, as we spoke about earlier, imposter syndrome is a highly internalized experience. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, if you really think about it, imposter syndrome is a feeling that we create 
in our lives, okay? And I'm going to be talking a lot more about how we can manage our thoughts and our feelings and our actions on this podcast, because as many of you know, I'm learning currently, I'm retraining to become a life coach. I'm about halfway through that, and it is changing my life. It literally is, and I can't wait to share everything that I learn with all of you, because I know from the 200 people that I've worked with already, with the basic life coaching skills that I had, I've already changed all of their lives, helped them gain the results that they want in their lives. I can't wait to do the same for you. So, our feelings, the feeling of imposter syndrome, is generated internally, okay? No one ever in your life, you might never have heard this before, but no one ever in your life can make you feel anything, okay? You might be thinking, what? <laughs> Liam, are you drunk? No, I'm not drunk. No one can ever make you feel anything because our feelings are created by our thoughts. Think about it. Something happens externally out in the world, you have a thought about it, you generate a feeling, okay? Therefore, it is literally impossible for anyone to ever create a feeling in your body because that is a highly internalized process. Our feelings are created by the thoughts that we think about a situation, okay? So, when you feel imposter syndrome, the reason that you are feeling imposter syndrome is because of the thoughts that you're having about a certain situation that you're in, okay? And those thoughts typically are not overly positive because our brain is negatively geared. We have evolved through thousands, hundreds of thousands of years, centuries, millions, millions of years to evolve as humans, but we still have that fight or flight primitive caveman, cavewoman, non-binary cave person, (laughs) just to be inclusive. We have that primitive brain, okay? And we operated for fight or flight for so long that in the modern day, we still operate mostly from that fight or flight part of our brain. And we don't need it as much now, right? Who has been chased by a lion recently? <laughs> I haven't. So why do we still tap into it? Well, it's because it's the most highly trained part of our brain. We have used it the most. We watch the news and it's fight or flight. It's negative, negative, negative. So be really conscious of what you tap into day to day. So when we look at our primitive brain, our primitive brain is always going to throw up all of those unconscious, subconscious thoughts that come from your past, that come from your lived experiences, and it tries to convince you that they are 100% true and that you should just stay safe right here, right now, and not take that graduate program, not take that promotion, not start that business. And here's the thing, you are in control of your primitive brain, and you don't have to believe that it's true. And nine times out of ten, our primitive brain that ego brain will give you all the stories and will tell you all the reasons why, because its job is to keep you safe, okay? So we don't want to hate on that because it is beneficial and it's good because it stops us from stepping out onto the road in front of a car and being completely fearless, right? The primitive brain is very valuable. But what we want to do when we're thinking about imposter syndrome is we want to recognize that not every thought that comes up is true. And that's why I love that definition so much, because it's the fear of being exposed as a fraud despite evidence of one's ongoing success. When you are believing that you're an imposter through the thoughts that you're choosing to think, you are not looking at what you've already achieved. You're buying into the negative narrative around what you can do and what is possible for you. And that is never fun. (laughs) Trust me, I did it for so long. Even when I was operating at the highest levels as a nurse unit manager and chain transforming the culture 
and getting six staff promoted that have been there for years that you know no one had ever invested in and improving patient outcomes and improving patient pathways, I still told myself that I wasn't good enough. And like, that ain't fun. And the reason that I felt like an imposter syndrome was because I was running the thought, I'm not good enough for this job. Someday, somebody's going to find out that I'm not an actual manager. (laughs) Why do we choose to think like that? It's because how we've been conditioned, okay? So I don't want you to think that you're an imposter. I want you to recognize that it's part of the human experience, that the thoughts that you're choosing to think currently about the situation that you're in is what's causing you to feel like an imposter. And there's some really great news here. Yes, you will always feel imposter syndrome, but with coaching, you can see that when we remove all of the mind drama and all of the stories that we've been running, we can see very clearly that the thoughts that we're choosing to think are actually not factual. There's no evidence to suggest that they're true. And it's just our brain trying to keep us safe. No one would ever tell us the things that we tell ourselves. No one. And if you have something in your life that tells you the things that your brain tells you, get rid of them now. (laughs) They ain't fun to be around. So coaching helps us see. It raises our awareness to the subconscious thoughts and it helps us understand. Is this thought factual? Is always my first uh, question. Is the thought that you're having right now, is it factual? How true is it? Do you want to believe that it's true? Do you have evidence to suggest that it's not true? But here's the thing, you don't even need the evidence. You can just decide to think that it's not true. Like, what is the upside of thinking, I'm not good enough for this job? There is no upside to thinking that. So why not instead look at the thoughts that you're having and really be conscious about them and tap into our prefrontal cortex part of our brain and then consciously decide what you want to think about yourself. Because why would we ever choose to think that we were not good at something. Yeah. It all comes down to a deep underlying fear of not being good enough. And here's the thing, what if today you could just decide that you were good enough? Because you are. Remember, you're 100% worthy. Go back to that episode if you haven't listened to it. You are 100% worthy. You are 100% whole. You are 100% capable. The only thing that will stop you ever from achieving what you want to achieve in your career and your life and your relationships and your money is the thoughts that you choose to think about those things. Okay? Our brains are so, so powerful. So powerful. And I always say this in my coaching course. The thoughts that you choose to think create the results in your life. You can tell the quality of thinking that someone has in their life based on the results that they have, okay? So if somebody, you know, have, has results that, for example, they're stuck in a job and that's the result that they have right now. They're stuck in that job because of the thinking that they're having about their abilities to get unstuck, yeah? Our thoughts are so, so powerful. So when you're thinking about imposter syndrome, I want you to remember that there's a 50-50 side to imposter syndrome. 50% of it is beneficial and it's going to keep you safe and that is required in some instances. We never judge your imposter syndrome. We never wish that it was gone away. We never try and buffer or like not pay attention to it or go and do something else to not pay any homage or attention to the imposter syndrome. We recognize that we see it for what it is and we just allow it to be there. 
because we know that it has a purpose. And then the other 50% of that is tapping into our prefrontal cortex, the planning, the rational, the adult part of our brain that then looks at it from an observer standpoint and says, hey, Liam, how is it serving you to think that you're not good enough, even though you just got promoted to nurse unit manager? Like, how is that thought going to impact your ability to be the best nurse unit manager that you want to be? How is the thought that I'm not a good enough graduate serving you to be the best graduate nurse for your patients and for yourself? How does the thought, I'm not worthy of this pay rise, says no one ever, (laughs) but I'm not worthy of this pay rise, makes you feel like an imposter. How is that thought serving you? How does that help you create the results that you want to create in your life? Here's the truth, it doesn't. So you can experience imposter syndrome. You can say like, I'm experiencing imposter syndrome right now. And then you can look at it for what it is. And you can look at the facts and remove all the emotion, all the mind drama, because there's so much of it. And we say, right, what is really actually happening here? And we can reframe our mind. We can look at the thoughts. And then we can practice uh, believing and practice the thoughts that we choose to uh, think intentionally about our imposter syndrome. Okay. Because here's the thing. If you start a new job, let's say you're a graduate and you start a new job. And you're just finishing up your degree. And the situation is that you're finishing up your degree and you've got your first preference. Amazing, right? But what does your brain do? I can see you. (laughs) Your brain goes immediately to, oh my God, I'm not good enough. That's the thought maybe you have. Or maybe you have the thought that I'm going to kill somebody. I got a message the other day. Somebody said, I'm going to kill somebody. (laughs) So with that thought, you might just do that. Do not continue to think that thought. It's not serving you. There are so many different thoughts that people could have. And this is why no one thought is right or wrong. Okay, the thought that you have is the thought that you have. But we need to look at what's the initial primary thought that comes up. From that thought of let's run with, from the thought of I'm going to kill somebody, what is the feeling that you're experiencing? I'm imagining it's probably like being terrified. (laughs) Like if I was thinking the thought, I'm going to kill somebody, I would be like so worried terrified, like almost stuck in my inability to deliver. So pick one of them, you know, I would say terrified. And then you've got to ask yourself, from that feeling of terrified, how do you show up? I mean, if I'm terrified as a clinician, I'm definitely not showing up for my patients, right? So I'm not being attentive, I'm maybe not looking, like I'm maybe overthinking, I'm being taking too long to do my work, I'm maybe procrastinating from the things that are scary that I don't want to do because I think I'm going to kill them when I flush the IV. Maybe I'm delaying their care. Think about all of the actions and all of the inactions, all of the things that you don't do when you feel terrified. And then I want you to see what result you're creating in your life. Okay. It's so, so powerful. Coaching is extremely powerful. If you've been listening to this podcast and you've never been coached, I want you to reach out to me. I want you to come and everybody requires coaching. Everybody would benefit and up-level their life from coaching. It is just showing you your mind and showing you that you get to decide. Extremely powerful. So if you think about that model, that situation, the thought, the feeling, the action, and the result, the result that that person is creating is that they're not allowing themselves to be the best graduate nurse, are they? From that thought of, I'm going to kill somebody. So really pay acute attention to what is coming up in your brain. 
It is all unconscious. You have to raise your awareness to it. And then you have to practice believing new thoughts over time. Of course, we can't just flip the switch. However, in saying that, there are some things that I've been coached on where I've looked at my trashy mind and I've looked at the thoughts that I've been having and someone has offered me a new thought through coaching and I've just changed immediately in that moment. I've had people come to me that have come for application support, but they like graduate application support, but they've used the coaching that we teach them to move through their imposter syndrome and lose six kilos. Coaching will impact every aspect of your life if you allow it, okay? Of course, there's a bit of work to be done, but hey, we're here for a long time. We're here to grow and develop over time, right? We're not here to just sit and coast and to be comfortable and to believe that imposter syndrome is true because it ain't. Because you get to decide, do you want to be an imposter or do you want to see what you are capable of and do you want to step into that true power? And just keep pushing, keep moving forward, despite the imposter syndrome coming up. If you take anything away from today, I really, really, really want to make sure that you do not ever let imposter syndrome stop you from moving forward. Because imposter syndrome, as you've learned today, is a feeling that is created by the thoughts that you're choosing to think subconsciously. Okay? So raise your awareness, write all your thoughts down about a certain situation, Look at them, assess them for fact, and then see what feeling they generate. Do they generate that imposter syndrome? If they do, really look at it, come and coach with us, and we'll help you through it. But you are not an imposter, my friend. You have everything that you need. As we wrap up today, you have everything in your toolbox to succeed in whatever it is you're pursuing. So I want you to take this as a sign from the universe that you are exactly where you're supposed to be, that imposter syndrome is 100% part of the journey and it's always going to be there. But you get to decide how that impacts your progress. If I had let imposter syndrome stop me at the early stages of this podcast, there would not be a podcast today and I would not have been in 25,000 people's ears across 33 countries and over 160 cities. I am not special. I'm not unique. You can do this too. You just have to recognize that imposter syndrome is not, it's not something that needs to stop you. It's part of the process. It has its pros and its cons because sometimes I come on here and I want to have a rant and my primitive brain is like, no, Liam, that's not going to be beneficial. That's not going to serve everybody. And therefore my prefrontal cortex taps in and is like, no, you're going to talk about imposter syndrome today, right? So it's there. It's beneficial. Use it. Let it fuel your motivation towards your goals and make sure that you don't make imposter syndrome mean anything about you. Experiencing it is 100% normal. Good news. Welcome to the human race. It is totally normal to feel it and experience it. What is not normal is to suppress it. Alrighty. I'm going to leave you there today. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this podcast, please share it online. We'd love to see on the Instagram stories at High Performance Nursing. If you're not following us, come and follow us. And uh, yeah, I'll see you in the next episode. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast episode, please take a wee minute to leave a review. It would mean the absolute world to me. If you are ready to start taking action in your career and you need some support, why wait? come and join my private Facebook community. The link is in the show notes below. Within the community, we take what we discuss in this podcast and we put it into action. 
Currently, I am looking for nurses who are ready to stop playing small and invest in themselves to create the life and the career they want to live. If that sounds like you, then please get in touch. Until next time, thanks for listening. Stay safe and stay forever curious, my nursing friends.